Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Lasad and I'm your host. Welcome to the broadcast. Here I'm doing another segment and it's on the love of Christ, which is based on salvation. Everything that he's done for us on the cross to everything we are to him. And this is why salvation is a requirement. So I ask that you listen up. It's a pre-recording. So I will be back with you at the end of this segment. Amen. That I'm going to quote is 1 John 4, 18. And it's New Living Translation. And it reads like this. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Same scripture, this is in the messenger, and it's 1 John 4, 18, and it reads like this. For God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God, and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry and on judgment day our standing in the world is identical with christ's there is no room in love for fear well formed love banishes fear since fear is crippling a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love. Please bow your heads. Father God, how much I love you. I ask, Father God, on this episode that you would get the glory and the honor and the praise, Father God. I send your word out, Father God, and I pray that your perfect love cast out fear. Your perfect love diminishes all fear. And I pray, Father God, that your love would be known throughout the earth. I pray that your love would succumb every situation, that your love would consume all divided spirits, that your love would saturate the airs of homes, of businesses, and all your affairs. And right now, by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ, I bind fear from the root. Fear of, of not being accepted. Fear of uh, the unknown. Fear of things to come fear of worry fear of all things i break you i uproot you i expose you and i judge you by the power and the authority of jesus christ and i loosen the spirit of god and right now by the power and the authority of jesus on my voice i command the spirit of double night mindedness to be broken in the name of Jesus. I command it to be broken 
In the name of Jesus, right now, all double-mindedness, leave by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, I loosen the healing power and love of God. And I loosen the fire of God, and a refining fire that you would know when God is present and when God is not present. In the name of Jesus, I ask you of this in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, on today, I am reading from this book, Power to Heal by Joan Hunter, and it's on salvation. Many people say, oh, I don't want to talk about salvation. Uh, I'm not ready for that. Well, hold off before you say all this, hold off. Because I know that there's times when you feel, well, I still smoke, I still drink, I still smoke weed, I still have my glass of wine, I still do drugs, or I still gamble, or I still fornicate, and I still, I still, I still, I get it. God is going to bless you with his holy presence and you don't have to do anything on your own. He does everything. You come as is. Let me explain. Hold on. Before you get... Stay, stay tuned. Don't get off the episode. Stay tuned. All right? Salvation. Listen to what this says. Life encompasses danger and unpleasant things, as well as fun events and blessings. When we face the negative, we search our minds for a way out. We do not have the ultimate answer, but God does. It would be so much easier to go directly to him when we need answers instead of trying to figure out our problems on our own. But pride, self-reliance, and independence rear their ugly heads, and we often endeavor to fight the battle alone. Listen to what she says here. Many times because of pride, and we don't, sometimes we don't even know it's pride operating in us. Oh, I don't need no help. I'm good. Well, that's pride because we all need help. Independence, pride, self-reliance, all those things are not of God. And so he wants us to rely on him because he has the ultimate respond to every situation he has the ultimate answer he has the best interest in us in all of our doings amen salvation in the old testament and it reads like this in the garden adam and eve had the counsel of the almighty which they chose to reject they were then separated from close communion with him for years man didn't enjoy intimacy with his creator obviously a few righteous men throughout the old testament had faith in god they knew that god would take care of them and protect them from all evil and destruction they knew god was their ultimate salvation these chosen few enjoyed God's peace, his communion, and his voice. Listen to what God gives us. He gives us peace in the storm. He gives us communion, and he gives us his voice 
That brings me to Peter uh, when the disciples were uh, on the boat and Jesus was laying at the bottom of the boat and the storm came and everybody was in uproar and everybody was unstable and everybody had this panic and Jesus looked at everybody and he immediately, all he did was speak and the storm stopped. And this is what we have in God. We can be in a storm and be in total peace if we have Christ. We can be in a storm and have communion with him. We can be in a storm and have his voice speaking into us. I'm going to get you through this. Amen. So we need to remember, rely on him and him and not ourselves. They obviously... I'm sorry. They obeyed the voice and attempted to share his words with others. Even when the world around them didn't welcome or listen very well, most people of that day went through their own selfish ways. Even miracles, signs, and wonders didn't have long-lasting effects on most of them. Why is that? Why is it that she says that most Miracles or miracle signs and wonders didn't have a lasting effect. You know why? I could pray for you right now. And in the name of Jesus, God will heal you. God will cast out demons. God will do all kinds of miraculous work. But guess what? Can you keep your freedom? No. Because of lack of communication. Lack of hearing his voice, lack of drawing to him and keeping your dependence on him. Amen. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yes. Uh, he also will give you the peace. Um, and so what I'm trying to say is that he can perform miracles, signs and wonders but are you going to stay free? Are you going to stay free? So God gave me a word two nights ago. And I want you to hear this. God gave me a word. I was sleeping. And an audible voice said to me, Lackadaisal. And I got up and I repeated the word three times, lackadaisal, lackadaisal, lackadaisal. And I was like, what is that? I don't even know the meaning of lackadaisal. So I wrote it down. And the next morning, which was yesterday morning, I looked it up. And you know what lackadaisal is? It is careless. It is lazy. It is lax. It is casual. It is idle. It is spiritless. It is limp. It is indifferent. It is unenthusiastic. It is half-heartedness. It is relaxed. It is unconcerned. It is lukewarm. What does the Bible say about lukewarm? Revelation 3.16 says, So them, because you are lukewarm and nothing, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you've not made a choice. Because you've not made a choice. God wants.
wants us all to make a choice. That's why I pray for perfect love. Cast down all fear in the beginning of this episode. Because it is important for God to um, get our attention. Because we are relaxed. We are uh, stagnant and living mediocre lives and complacent you know why because you think oh he's going to use the next person oh I'm, i'm not capable or i don't feel like i qualify guess what he qualifies you he wants you upright he wants you stable in your faith he wants you saved he wants to use you he wants to restore your life he knows that you are capable so stop looking to the left and to the to the right and listen to my voice he's trying to get your attention he wants change we're in a time where you need to make a decision the bible What does it say about staying sober-minded? Revelations 3.16, this is the New King James Version. It says, so then, because you are lukewarm and neither hot or cold, I will vomit you out of my mouth. I'm sorry, the next one. It's, uh, I'm sorry, it was 1 Peter 5.8. And this is King James Version. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because you're adversary the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour guess what you don't make a choice you are vulnerable to satan himself the messenger says this this is first first peter 5 8 it says keep a cool head stay alert the devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only one plugged into these hard times. It's time with it it's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on your faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. He gets the last word. So that's why you need to make a decision that this is what you want to do. And you need to decide You don't, you don't need to be perfect. You just need to make a decision. You, he gives you free will to decide on what you are going to do. And you are chosen. You're redeemed. You're forgiven. You're a child of God. You have been uh, redeemed for him to use you for his glory. Amen. Let me get through this so we can do our final prayer. Um, so hold on a second. Let me, let me say a quick prayer right now. As a matter of fact, so father God, right now, by the power and the authority of Jesus Christ, I come against the lack of Dazel in the name of Jesus and the spirit of, of lukewarm father God, that your people would awaken and be sober minded in the name of Jesus, removing all stagnation and mediocrity and confidence. 
complacency in the name of Jesus that your people would rise rise in glory rise in power rise with fire in the name of Jesus that you would be known throughout the earth in the name of Jesus I say this word I stand on your word in the name of Jesus and I proclaim it done for your glory in Jesus mighty name amen and then it says here in Christian religion salvation com commonly means deliverance from sin or from consequences of sin through Jesus Christ's death on the cross it also des designates somebody or something that protects or delivers another from harm destruction difficulty or failure however salvation goes back thousands of years before christ was born in fact the king james version of the bible first uses the term in genesis 49:18, and salvation is mentioned throughout the entire old testament many of those same verses have been used as the basis for some of our favorite praise songs through the years. Let's examine the words of Moses, David, Isaiah, and other prophets. Let's see what it says here. And look at the benefits. Look at the benefits to salvation. Exodus 15.2 says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation he is my god and i will praise him and my god my father god and i will exalt him so salvation brings strength amen you have this is i'm sorry psalms 1835 you have also given me a shield the shield of salvation your right hand has held me up your generous your gentleness has made me great salvation brings protection amen psalms 1846 the lord lives bless be my rock let the god of my salvation be exalted the lord salvation makes us his rock we are a rock of stability we are a rock we stand firm on his word believing and trusting in his truth Amen. Psalms 27 1. The Lord is my life and my salvation. And whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength and my life. And whom shall I be afraid? The salvation brings light and it extinguishes fear. How about that? Psalms 37 39. Salvation of, of the righteous is from the Lord. In his strength, in his, in, I'm sorry, his, he is. Their strength in time of trouble. So salvation brings righteousness. Psalms 51, 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Salvation restores to me my joy. Amen. Psalm 74. Let all those who seek you Rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. Salvation says, let God be magnified in you. Amen, amen. Let God be magnified in you. So right now, bow your heads as we are going to do the prayer of salvation. 
um, bow your heads and repeat this prayer. Father, forgive me of all sins, knowingly and unknowingly. I repent. I ask that you forgive me and I turn from my ways. I ask that you come into my heart. I receive you as Lord and Savior. And I ask um, that you restore me and um, that you fill me with your spirit and write my name in the book of life. On this day, Father God, I choose to serve you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. May God richly bless you until the next segment. I will see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.